Hey guys, and welcome back to the Vitriol Podcast, episode two. Uh, This is me, Maddie, for those of you that don't know me. And I just want to say a quick thank you to all of you who listened to episode one. I hope everyone's keeping well and safe in these really weird times. And I'm really happy to be doing this podcast, not only to keep my own mind engaged, but to hopefully be keeping yours engaged too. So do not be shy. Find me on Instagram at volatile underscore vitriol and DM me a question. Also, to those of you who have written in suggestions and some questions, I want you to know that I will be answering all of them. So just keep your eyes peeled for new episodes. So for episode two, I'm going to be answering the written in question of how to see animals get their shells. So first things first, I want to be really clear about what sea animals I'll be speaking about. And they're categorized into a phylum known as mollusca, or as they're more commonly known, mollusks. Uh, All you really need to know about what a phylum is, is that it is a group of animals. So as you can imagine, animal diversity is immense And in order to classify and organize all of that diversity, scientists over the years have created a branch of science known as taxonomy, which is dedicated just to this. And one of the main reasons taxonomy exists is to figure out animal evolution and the evolutionary relationships between them. So just the last little mention about taxonomy is this. And you may be familiar with the kingdom, phylum, genus, species, ordering from school biology or even university, or the acronym for students to remember all of this, which is King Philip came over for good soup, which gives you the taxonomic levels of organization, which are kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and species. In case I've lost you here, um, I just want to give the example of how we fit into taxonomy. So our kingdom is Animalia, our phylum is Chordata, our class is Mammalia, our order is Primata, our family is Hominidae, our genus is Homo, and our species is Sapiens. So I'm sure that you're all familiar with the fact that human beings are Homo sapiens. So that's just a little bit of taxonomic info, but I really just wanted to put it all into context for you because mollusks are actually a phylum. They are what most people think about when it comes to shells. So mollusks or the phylum mollusca includes snails, clams, oysters, mussels, Uh, squid and octopus and it's actually the second largest phylum of invertebrate animals after the arthropods or you might be more familiar with them as insects. So within the phylum of mollusks or mollusca is a great level of diversity and it contains many classes which is just a further classification. So it's just an additional way to sort of break down and group these animals together based on shared features. 
So I will be speaking about the phylum Mollusca and the class Bivalvia. I hope I haven't lost you guys yet. So Bivalvia includes oysters and mussels and the name roughly translates to two folding door which kind of makes sense when we think about the animals themselves, right? So these animals are enclosed on both sides by their shell and the two shells are held together by a ligament or a muscle from which it can sort of hinge open and closed. This is so the animal can let in water, which is where it gets its food and oxygen, and they close in order to protect themselves from predators. So shells are actually secreted by the outer body covering of the sea animal. And this outer layer is called the mantle. Think of it as the equivalent of our epidermis or our skin. So our skin secretes things. So it secretes oils and sweat. And the mantle of sea animals secretes in a similar manner, only they're secreting their shell. So the mollusk will absorb salt and chemicals from the water around it and when it has enough of the right ingredients it uses them to form a hard substance called calcium carbonate and a strong healthy shell is mostly made of calcium carbonate and eggshells are actually made of calcium carbonate as well. So shells can come in many different colors and the way that the shell forms helps explain where this color comes from. So the material actually comes from its environment. So it's either from the water and the chemicals that they absorb or it's from their diet. An example of this is that shells from warm waters like in the Caribbean often have shells that are more colourful than those mollusks or sea animals from cold areas. And while scientists know that the colour is dependent on the environment, it's still not 100% understood how those colours get spread around um, and how those sort of spectacular patterns that we can sometimes see actually form. So I'd like to finish this episode on a note about the threats to mollusks. And I hope that we're all very aware of climate change and the fact that it is real. Um, So with climate change, it actually decreases the pH of the ocean, which means that the ocean becomes more acidic. So the reason for this is due to the increase in carbon dioxide in the atmosphere which when it diffuses into the water decreases the pH or makes the water more acidic. So in regards to mollusks, this decrease in pH actually reduces the amount of available calcium within the ocean, which is an important constituent of their shells. It's what makes it really hard. So they can't actually make nice, strong, protective shells as easily when there's less calcium around. So thank you so much to the person who wrote in this question. I really hope I've answered it um, to your liking. If not, please get in touch with me, send me some follow-up questions. I have no issues 
doing some follow-ups on the topics that I'm covering. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And just like with episode one, I'm going to be posting a couple of little visuals that tack on nicely to this topic. So check it out on Instagram as volatile underscore vitriol. And I will be working on episode three for you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.